some kind of podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by talking about what entertains us. My name is Tim, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Christian. Hello. And Cody. Hey. Hey. Uh, so this is obviously our first episode, and this week we're going to kind of talk about ourselves, so to speak, and then um, get into some of gaming aspects. Um, it's going to be a, kind of like a two-parter. We're going to talk about gaming this week and then TVs and movies and whatnot the following week. So we're going to get into some gaming history. And I think Cody is going to talk to us a little bit about Cyberpunk 2077. Since out of the three of us, I think he's the only one that has a platinum trophy. You have a platinum trophy, right, Cody? No, I haven't platinum. I've played it. I haven't platinumed it. Oh, well, I thought you platinumed a bit. Oh, well, anyway, uh, regardless of that, we're going to get into a little bit of a discussion about Cyberpunk and other games potentially of that kind of ilk. But kind of going over to like what we're all about here, um, Christian, you kind of want to break that down for us? Yeah, sure. So, of course, we're on some kind of podcast right now, but as a um, brand a brand, and as our entire entity, some kind of entertainment is our uh, kind of global uh, logo for the company. And some kind of podcast is just our first experience creating some content underneath that brand, just, just talking about everything pop culture. Uh, eventually, we hope to start doing some regular streaming content on Twitch. And then eventually, if this takes off enough, we'd like to do a more specialized con- uh, podcast on just gaming itself. Um, so you can look for that down the road. I'll turn it over to you. Sure. Um, so, cool. Uh, I guess moving on from that, we're going to talk about personal Let's talk about personal gaming history, get people to know who we kind of are in that regard um, and what things we might be kind of talking about. So I'm going to kind of just put up some open aired questions here for you guys. Um, what's your earliest memory of gaming and what are some of your favorites, like in terms of like system or game series or kind of genre that you like to play? And if you had to choose between a platform that you currently like and playing the most, what would that be? So we'll start with you, Christian. Yeah, sure. Uh, so for earliest memory of gaming, um, that would be either a cross between uh, the original NES console at my uh, grandparents' house in Florida, um, or it would be stealing my sister's Game Boy Color from under her bed uh, when I was young and didn't even have a console of my own yet. Um, so yeah, my first game that I really kind of got addicted to on my own was uh, Pokemon Red on the Game Boy Color. And of course, I didn't have my own. So I would go and sneak into my sister's room when she wasn't around, steal her Game Boy Color from underneath her bed, play it for a while. And when I heard her coming up the stairs, I would sneakily put it back underneath and run away. Did you? Um, uh, so that's my earliest memory. Huh? Did you, did you have to like replace a lot of batteries on that? No, because I was in luck because she was very protective of her own stuff, um, but she never actually played it. So interesting. Uh, so she just had a Game Boy. <laughs> yeah i don't even remember who gave it to her uh probably my parents but she never really kind of really got uh in love with playing too many games as a kid but she was still in the you know oldest sister mindset of still didn't want me to have her stuff so was that's... it a color or sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you cody no i was just saying that's great no. <laughs> uh yeah it was a game boy color uh it was actually a like a see-through one so you could see like all the like you know inside parts of the the game boy color was it um, oh that's the really cool one the yeah. purple one yeah yeah the purple like light clear purple one anyway. um and then uh whenever we'd go visit my grandparents in florida uh we were at the the village's retirement community down there 
um, they had an NES system that was kind of put away. And uh, whenever we went down there, Duck Hunt was like the game of choice when we ever went to visit my grandparents. Why? Um, so, I don't mean to interrupt you, but why is everybody hiding games from you? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I feel like, you know, as a kid, uh, my family wanted to, you know, make sure that we weren't, you know, playing too much of it. Um, that worked out. That's probably why I got it. Yeah, I was going to say that probably why I got so obsessed with gaming as an adult, just because I was like, haha, now I'm in control. I'll play it all my, all the time. Um, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So, yeah. what are some of your so, favorites there, man? Uh, so, favorite system of all time. Uh, if I had to pick, might be the as a kid at least the DS. Um, that was kind of what I played the most. Um, I didn't really start shifting into playing something either um, a home console on the TV or um, gaming on the computer until kind of an adult. So that would probably be my favorite my favorite console, uh, favorite gamer series of all time, um, game. Well, because of the the history I've got with it, it's probably got to be Pokemon for a series. Um, however, game just in and of itself would have to be the Insomniac's most uh, recent remake of Ratchet and Clank. That was also one of my childhood favorite games. So uh, um, let me ask you a question real, just kind of just break the flow here. Yeah. What's what's your favorite? There's a right answer. I want you to know there's a right answer. Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon game? There, there's a right <laughs> answer. So, you know, first first one was Pokemon Red, but my favorite has got to be Silver. Yes, that's the right answer. Congrats. You win. I, love, I don't know what you Lugia. win, but you win. You win. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Lugia, uh, out of all the legendary birds, is, of course, my favorite. Um, and, yeah, so uh, Silver was probably the most enjoyable time I've ever play, had playing a Pokemon game. It's probably, the, uh, in my opinion, the, the peak of what Pokemon should become. Okay. Um, and then what you playing currently now? What are your systems that you're on? Uh, so, yeah. So, current uh, system of choice, uh, I was one of the lucky ones, thanks to Cody, um, to get a PlayStation 5. So, that is my current platform of choice. I don't really do too much PC gaming unless it's, you know, just one of those oddball games that just doesn't come to um, consoles. Um, so yeah, PlayStation five, uh, was PlayStation four before that I was ashamed to say that before that I kind of had a little few years of Xbox, um, but I corrected my ways and I came back to PlayStation. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so I've, I've been back on the, the, the correct path for a few years now. So <laughs> I'm glad you had your come to Jesus moment and, yeah, uh, yeah. decided to walk the path of the righteous, <laughs> <laughs> not to alienate anybody that might like the Xbox. I don't know. Hey man, I have a 360. Uh, I have an yeah. Xbox One. I'll get into it when I talk about my thing, but I have an Xbox One. Anyway, um, Christian, do you have anything you want to add to that, man? About any personal kind of stories that come to mind that you want to share about your gaming experiences? Uh, no. Uh, I will just say as a disclaimer, good luck to all of you still trying to track down a next generation console. It kind of sucks with COVID and everything going on, and I'm sure there'll be a new um, second kind of wave of consoles coming out some at some point in this next year. Um, I think we're on like wave six already. Well, so I mean, the first one, the first big one was like an actual like wave of consoles. And then I feel like every single time one has left the conveyor belt, they're like, hey, let's go ahead and send it out. Like, yeah. it's not okay. like a, an official second wave. Yeah. It's like one, two, you know, whatever website goes live. It's and then it goes away in like two seconds. 
I, I feel that's what it is. Like that Target's like, we have them, and we don't. Yep. It's like that uh, South Park thing. Like, and it's gone. Anyway. For sure. Uh, moving on, Cody. How about you, man? What you got going on in your gaming history? Um. Well, I forget that Christian's like ten years younger than us, and I was like, <laughs> Wait, call him out. I'm a well, little baby. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hang on, the DS. Yeah, I thought the same oh. thing too. I literally had the same moment. I was like, wait a minute, you were just talking about a Game Boy Color, right? What are you talking about DS for? Oh no. <laughs> um. So my earliest memory of gaming is Game Boy, not Game Boy Color, Game Boy. Um, it was probably Tetris. Um, so my mom had like the big fat boy gray Game Boy, uh, and that's how I played Tetris. And then um, because of her job at the time, uh, they got a lot of lost and found. And after like two months, it was like, well, they're not coming back for it. Um, so that's how I got uh, a Game Boy Pocket and my first Game Boy Color um, as a kid. And until I was about six years old, uh, in 96, when Pokemon came out. Um, Happy 25th anniversary to Pokemon, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. 25 um, years this year. Oh, God. That makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, my sister was also born that year. And uh, so uh, before my mom left that job, I ended up getting Pokemon Red or... Yeah, it was Pokemon... is either Red or Blue. Um, and so that was the first, I, I don't know, uh, game that I played. Um... I mean, not that Tetris isn't a game, but you know what I mean. Like a, a game with a story. Um, and then from then it was. Uh... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I as a quick sequitur there, like that old school Game Boy. I had one too when I was a kid, I, and that I I bad boy. It. Took like eight double A batteries. No, legitimately, it it was like the. That thing weighed like five pounds. It was a brick. Like there is a reason. Like it was yeah. just like this plasticky gray, just green brick. screen. Yeah, green screen. It had like brick. a green screen with like what, like black background, and that was it. It was yeah. like playing Snake on a Nokia. Yeah, but that's all it was. Yeah, no, that's literally <laughs> all it was. Um. So anyway, um, from then it was I like. I didn't own a gaming console until PlayStation one outside of like Game Boys. Um, I never had an NES or 64. Um, but my friend that lived down the street did, which is how I played games like super Mario and super Mario brothers three, not two, three. Um, and like, you mean the best one? Yeah. And then, um, like the legend of Zelda games and Ocarina of time on the 64 and stuff like that. Um, so that's probably my, I don't know. My, my earliest memories is, is honestly playing other people's consoles and the Nothing game. Board. That. I mean, y'all, everybody gets introduced somehow. I mean, um, I'll talk about it when I talk about my thing, but I'm not that far off from you. So we'll talk about some of your favorites, man. Uh, well, my favorite series, I have to give it to final fantasy. 
Ooh. It's between Final Fantasy and The Legend of Zelda, but I, I, I have to give it a Final Fantasy because my favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy VII. Um, wow. How shocker. I, I know. Was I know. I, <laughs> the only person that likes that game. I don't know anybody else that I know of that's like Nobody's Final even Fantasy heard VII. of it. What, seven? When did that come out? Um, and honestly, I have to give it to the remake as my favorite game of all time. Um, not, not that it takes anything away from the original, but like, I just, I, I love what they did with the remake, uh, and hopefully what they keep doing. Um, what was the other question? Favorite system? Um, a favorite system or, um, that you played and, uh, like what kind of genre are you into? I think with the questions that I prosed, um, I think I have to give it to the GameCube. Honestly, uh, it to this day had some of my favorite games on it. I mean, it had the Harry Potter Quidditch game, which I've never played that. And you've told me so many times to play it. It is by far sure... the most entertaining, like, I don't know, sports game that I've ever played. I'm like fairly certain I own it. <laughs> I think everybody did, but like almost nobody played it. Yeah, I never. I I can tell you right now, I'm pretty sure it's sitting on my entertainment center. I almost can picture exactly where it is right now, and I've never touched it. <laughs> it's such a good game. Um, okay. and then of course Smash Brothers, um, Melee. Uh, not that I don't like Ultimate, but I think Melee was my favorite. Um. But in terms of genre, it's I, I got to give it to RPGs in, in general, I think. I mean, there's so many different facets of RPGs, but um, just the, the immersion you get from a good RPG, whether it's a first-person shooter or um, a top-down turn-based game or something like that, like, I, I just... You consider first-person shooters RPGs? Yeah, I mean, uh, I consider Cyberpunk to be a, an RPG. Um, I consider um, even Borderlands to be an RPG. It, well, I mean, that's just interesting. I, I never really... I considered first-person shooters their own kind of category. What do you think, Christian? I don't mean to interrupt you, Cody. No, I'm you're curious. good. What y'all thinking? Yeah, no, I think there's a few exceptions to the rule. I think as a broad category, I think first-person shooter has the... Um, automatically shifts the mindset to like call of duty or halo but i yeah. think there are a few games that kind of fit both first person shooter as well as rpg like Cody was saying kind of like with cyberpunk uh borderlands and things like that yeah like I, in my mind an rpg is i mean obviously it's a role-playing game but i in my mind it's you have to find weapons and it's not like you know you either have just one weapon but you have to find better weapons and you have to upgrade your skills and uh armor and abilities and stuff like that um almost anything with a skill tree i would say is an rpg in my mind i'm sure that there are people that will disagree with me but that's just how i view it so if if it helps then i don't know that it's even a genre but games with skill trees are are my favorite genre gotcha gotcha okay um and what are you currently playing? What do you like to play on? Um, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with owning an Xbox. I'm going to go ahead and say it. 
you don't want to come to Jesus like Christian? Look, I, I had a 360. <laughs> and to be honest, that was the 360 was my first, um, I don't know what the right word here would be, but like modern gaming experience. Current generation. Yeah. Like at the, at the time, at, at the time, like I had a, um, a PS one and then I got a 360 from a buddy at school before I got my PS2. And so I played games like Assassin's Creed on, you know, on that before the P or I mean, sorry, the PS3 rather. I'm getting timelines mixed up. Um wibbly wobbly. <laughs> I uh I played those games on the 360 before I ever played them on a PS3 because I couldn't get a PS3 when they released. Why? Um, I one I didn't have a job. Oh well, yeah, that helps. Because <laughs> uh, I I didn't get my first job until I was eighteen, and I got it on my eighteenth birthday, and I bought a PS3 with my first paycheck. Um, but until that point, all I had was 360. So that was that was it. And that being said, I still so prefer was... Sony, right? So my current platform of choice is definitely the ps5 because i was able to get one and of course uh secure christian with his thanks uh, man <laughs> through the you want to say you want to so tell that story real quick because you both are brought it up now well so i know were you in the chat christian when we were ordering them through like target and stuff no i was at the dang park uh with my wife um when everything went live i was so excited and uh, looking forward to ordering it right after sony's press conference and they're like going live tomorrow and then literally after i get into the middle of nowhere i get a text from you guys in the chat group they're like hey we all just ordered one from <laughs> target.com and then that's when everything went downhill well yeah because sony was like hey guys it's going live tomorrow be ready and then walmart said nah we're gonna do it right now and then just did it and screwed everything up and botched everything but yeah so i was able to pre-order one on target just like tim and our buddy steven and didn't really have an issue there but you couldn't get one and so i know that between the two or three of us we were on target and walmart and best buy for like two days straight trying yeah. to get you one mm -hmm. and then sony tweeted dude i went i don't i mean interrupt but no. i went to like the most obscure websites trying to yeah. find one for you man there were there were some questionable sites i was looking at <laughs> it was like well, I, I guess I'll check Costco. I don't. Maybe, maybe Harris Teeter has one. I don't know. Um, but then Sony announced that they were going to send those super secret exclusive invites that everyone signed up for in the beginning of the year. And for whatever reason, I got one, but nobody else I know did. Literally, no one. Wasn't um, it wasn't like a lottery. Yeah, it was literally just a lottery based on either purchases with Sony through like the PlayStation Network account or whatever, and that was how you got entered or what. I don't know. It was a really stupid way of doing it, but they did it. That's fine. Um, and I got the email, and I was like, well, okay. So I went through, and I called Christian, 
and I got all his information and I pre-ordered one. And so we had one for him pre-ordered. And then I just saw people online like, this is BS. Like, I can't, I can't believe people are getting these emails and I can't get one. I was like, dang, that's crazy. And so this is like eight hours later in the day. And I was like, I wonder if it's still up. So I opened the email and clicked on the link and it took me right back in and let me put another one in my cart. I was hey. like, well, I'm going to do this through Sony. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it worked out fine. Like, I know that th- I know they said like, you know, one one per person or whatever. So I, I feel like I found a loophole. I don't know, but it worked. Hey, it all worked out in the end, and Christian's able to play. It was very fortunate that the three of us on this podcast, and then our uh, buddy Stephen, all got one at launch um but yeah that was just a, a little side note because you guys had brought it up i just wanted to know if you wanted to tell the story but mm-hmm. um go on cody with like what you enjoy playing so you obviously have the ps5 yeah i, I mean i have a i have well i used to call it a high-end gaming pc um now it's a, i don't know like a, a mid-grade gaming pc uh, <laughs> because as, as soon as the um the new consoles dropped they also dropped new graphics cards and (laughs) immediately everything became obsolete that i have on my computer right now so i I mean i i like gaming on the on the pc it's fine because i mean there's games like christian was saying that just don't come out on console um and you know like i want to play them or they only come out for pc and xbox and i don't have an xbox um, like as much crap as I give Xbox, I, I love the Gears of War series and I would like to play them. So I have to play them on PC, but overall it's, I think console is the, um, my personal opinion is that console is the better way to game. But I also, well, feel it that, was nice talking to you, Cody. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I, I also feel that any, any form of gaming is gaming and anyone that tells you that like PC is superior or console superior is just trying to start an argument and just, just game, just be, be a gamer and enjoy your games. And that, that's it. It, it doesn't matter what you're playing it on. Very well spoken. Very well spoken. All right. Um, so what about you? Um, all right. So, Let's see. Some of my earliest gaming memories. Uh, well, when I was a little kid, I'm the oldest person here, unfortunately. Uh, like so, years. hey, you know, two years in gaming term could mean a lot. Um, so I was a little bit before because it looks like you guys all started with handhelds. Um, I actually didn't start with a handheld. The first system I ever remember playing was an NES, um, the original one with you know the old school controller where you had the cartridges we had to i don't know how we all knew we had to blow in it to make it work but we all did it yeah that's still um, a thing i don't know why but it's still a I, thing to this day i have no idea how we knew that that would work um but it did and i remember at one point when the system started getting old like we had to put like I, it was probably really dangerous thinking about it we had to put like a knife in there to kind of like keep the cartridge down <laughs> you had to wedge so it in when, with the butter knife yeah yeah no it was, it was legitimately a butter knife and we had to kind of wedge it in there to keep the cartridge down from keeping from keep popping up 
Is this um, while it was plugged in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No. All right. Oh, you you oh, risked yeah. electrocution with older video games. Well, let's just go ahead and go to the fact like you couldn't really leave it plugged in all that long because it got really hot. Yeah. And there were like cases of like these things setting like catching fire. I think like it was very it was a wild time to be into gaming. Um, but I, and yes, but I was a little kid, so. I didn't really quite understand how to play the game. Um, so it, we, we call him my uncle. I don't really know what his exact relation is to me because he's like my grandmother's brother. It's like my grand uncle. I don't know. Um, he kind of, I don't know. I, I, honestly, to say, I don't even know whose system it was. I don't know who owned it, who bought it. I, I just remember it was just there. Um, so my uncle, who's my granduncle or whatever, we'll just call him my uncle because that's what everyone referred to him as, um, would just play it. Like, uh, I remember I used to play Super Mario Brothers 3. So, you know, the original one, like the good one. But we also had Super Mario Brothers 1. I never really played 2 all that much. Um, but we did have that. And I played things like Excite Bike. And there was this, it was really funny. It was a McDonald's game called MC Kids um, or Mick Kids. I, I don't really know. I, I called it MC Kids, but I'm pretty sure it was Mick Kids. But you had to like run around and like collect these golden arches, M's, and you had to battle like the Hamburglar. <laughs> and like, yeah, and, and like Grimace was there. It was a really wild game, but I just remember loving that game so much. Um, and then uh, my friend next door had a Super NES, and that's how I got into, like, um, Mario World and things of that nature. Um, I don't recall if I ever had an NES. The only I, From there, my memory kind of gets a little bit hazy. I don't know if it's just because I'm older now and I don't remember as clearly. But the next system I remember having was the PlayStation, and that's what kind of hooked me into the Sony life. And from there, it was I had a PlayStation 1 and then the 2, and then... Um, you were with me, Cody, when I bought my PlayStation 3, yep. and then we both went to the launch of the PlayStation 4 together, I believe, mm -hmm. as well. I don't know if you were there or not, Christian. I don't know if you were, were there. I don't think we even knew each other during the launch of the PS3. No, the 4. The 4, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was uh, working at you know the old game shop uh, location that was in the mall. Where everyone would pick up their, you know, PlayStation. So, were you there when we got yeah. it then? Because I'm pretty sure me and Cody went there. Yeah, I worked the launch of PlayStation Four at the old game shop, and uh, uh, yeah, it was. Were Were we actively hanging out at that time? Is what I can't remember. No, no, we actually all met via me being the just with one of those guys that worked at the game shop. Well, I... was that when Kelly was there? Yeah, Kelly Bean was okay. there. Okay. Well, so I want to say you're definitely right because it was. I want to say we definitely had the PS4s before we all started hanging out. But I remember when we started hanging out was when I realized you were the brother of one of my good friends from high school. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's pretty funny that you were there and we didn't even know you really. Yeah. Cody might have. I don't remember when you, because you also worked at the old game shop. Uh, that at one was point. that was definitely after uh, we had started okay. hanging out. Um, okay. 
the really shady way that we got hired at the old game shop. We don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I went to the launch of the PS4, and then honestly, I, I don't know how you guys you feel about launch systems. I after the PS4 launch, I was kind of like, I don't know, melancholy. I guess would be a good word. I didn't really. I wasn't really impressed with the way the PS4 launched. Um, so when it came to the PS5, I know like Christian was in like this huge like race to get one. I sort of like nonchalantly was just like, if I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? And then had no issues going to Target and just buying one. So I was like, I guess I'm getting one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, uh, the PlayStation 4 just as a game lineup had far... Uh less games um even just triple a games in general to play uh than the playstation 5 launch did so i can totally understand that i mean in the months following the launch of the playstation 4 i can remember these random obscure games that we never even heard of getting shipped to the store and that's yeah. like what what even is this game like where is the like you know yeah. the regular triple a title launch <laughs> fall season that we usually have um, so yeah, it wasn't until I think the following the year following um, PlayStation 4's launch that it really like locked in and actually had a bunch of exclusives, um, the regular AAA's like Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, and all of that um, that actually started rolling out and make the console worth it. Whereas on the PlayStation 5, they kind of had that thing rolling out um, from the very beginning with a bunch of uh, um, great games. So yeah, I just remember like getting the PlayStation 4. And I never played Infamous, so I was like, I don't really care about Infamous Second Son. And I think the other game that came with it was like Killzone or something like that. And I was like, I never played any Killzone. So like the two games that were released with the PlayStation 4 were series I never played. So I just remember sitting there being like, this is great, but I'll, I sold my PlayStation 3 and all my games to get this, so now I have nothing. I, uh, <clears throat> not to interrupt, but I um, I loved the Infamous series and oh. the, uh, the the Kill Switch games. Um. Kill I mean, Switch. there's nothing wrong with them. I just, I never played them. <laughs> they were fantastic games. To this day, I think they hold up, personally. Okay. Um, but Second Son was the first game I ever platinumed. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, that makes sense, because was there a trophy system in PlayStation 3? I'm getting way off mm -hmm. topic. There, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, there was a trophy system in 3, and I think the only game I ever came close to was Brotherhood. But I um I didn't platinum Brotherhood until it was ported to the four. Gotcha. Okay. Um let's see. So some of my favorites. Um oh, um some of my favorite games would be I like I love God of War, the whole series. Um, mm. maybe not Ascension so much, but um <laughs> yeah. God of War is definitely what kind of almost made me fall in love with gaming again, because I did take a period take a period of time where I wasn't really gaming so much. Um, but God of War, I remember I used to get Game Informer magazine oh, yeah. and there was a demo for God of War in one of them and it was just the first level where you fight the Hydra. Oh God, do you remember and demo discs? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I do. Whoa. I, I'm telling I'm telling I'm telling a story about there, one. <laughs> there there's a flashback. <laughs> I'm showing my age here. Freaking demo disc, dude, from like PS2 and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, man. it was a PS2 demo disc. Yeah, yeah and it was in. Oh. It was in Game Informer, um, and it was just the first level of God of War where you just go and you fight the Hydra. And I played that level 
so many times. And let me tell you, it was hugely controversial because the game, I don't, I don't know if you know anything about God of War, if you're listening to this, but the game of God of War is very much an M-rated game. Oh, yeah. And at, at the time, I was maybe 16. <laughs> so my mom was not happy <laughs> that I would play this. I remember when my dad, my dad bought me the game because my mom was just not having it. And I could only play it when I was at home after school before my mom got home from work. But I love that game. Um, so I, I, God of War is obviously a series that I really love. Um, I'm also really big into Final Fantasy. Um, you know, you say seven's your favorite. I do love seven, but eight has a special place uh, in my heart, so to speak, because eight was the first Final Fantasy game I ever played. It was so, the same with me and seven. Seven was the first one I ever played. Not really. Yeah. So eight was the first one I ever played. So I love Squall and that whole storyline with, you know, the time compression and Renoa and all of them. I that game is a classic to me. I've bought it, I think, on every Sony system I own because I mean, why not? I, I freaked out because they're doing the remaster and I freaked out because I thought they were doing they thought they're giving the same treatment that they were giving seven. And I literally lost my mind for like 30 seconds until I realized that it was just a remaster. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, so I, 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 I dig things like RPGs, um, and platformers. So like some of my favorite games would obviously be, you know, uh, like Final Fantasy. I'm really big into Final Fantasy 14. I played it for God knows how many hours. Uh, I don't want to look up because it's, it, it equates to days. I'm pretty sure it's over a month in, in time spent playing in game. If I have over two thousand hours, <laughs> don't 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 tell me, man. <laughs> just saying, even Christian's hours are up there. Yeah, in comparison, it's minutes. No, in comparison, it's 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 very uh, embarrassing and. Oh. Yeah, I got. Um, there was like a good solid like two to three years. That's all I played. Um, and if I wasn't playing that, if I was playing something else, it was a major title that would t- would only pull me away for a little bit, and then I would be right back into it. Yep. But you know, that's when we were having a guild and doing all that kind of stuff and messing around. So yeah, I like RPGs and platformers. I didn't mention it, but I also am a big fan of Crash Bandicoot. Um, that was the first game I ever owned on the PlayStation mm-hmm. One when I got it. Um, so kind of like a special place in my heart kind of with final fantasy eight um so and things i play um obviously you know i've been talking about this whole entire time so i i have a ps5 i'm very one of the one of the fortunate ones um sorry to those people out there that are still struggling to get one i feel for you and i hope that uh, you're able to get one soon um but i also have an xbox one Uh, i think i'm the only one here that has an xbox one maybe christian don't you oh did you sell it Yep. I thought you got, okay. didn't you get one specifically for? Yep. <laughs> We're just kind of glance over this. You keep going with our conversation. <laughs> fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I have an Xbox One. My roommate is an avid Xbox player. Um, and I kind of sort of got it to just play games with him. Also, because, you know, like, like you were saying, Cody, there are certain games that. I want to play like Gears of War and Halo, and I'm really into Fable. I like Fable. Oh, dude, so. I missed the Fable series. Yeah, so 
I wanted to play all those games. So like, it was kind of like my roommate was like the final straw. Like he was like, Oh no, you're, you're twisting my arm to really get me to buy this. Um, but yeah, so I have that. And then I have the switch. Nobody even mentioned the switch. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot to say, like when you, you said that you had uh, final fantasy eight on every Sony system, uh, I had seven on every Sony system. I also have it on the switch and my PC. <laughs> How many times have you bought a um, oh Skyrim? Uh, Skyrim? Skyrim, yeah, yeah, Skyrim. <laughs> At least three. Okay. PS3, PS4, when... and PC. Remember when we bought it originally? We had that big, thick, like strategy guide. Oh yeah. It was like thirty dollars. I still have mine. I don't even have the game anymore, but I still have the strategy uh, guide. I don't think I have any strat guides left. I, actually, I might have The Witcher buried somewhere. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's kind of, I guess, our brief gaming history here, even though it was not so brief, I suppose. Um, all right, Cody. So you're the residential expert here in terms of cyberpunk. I don't think I played a couple hours of it, but I, I kept having a problem where it crashed the same part. So I gave up. Christian? Yeah, so I created my character, got into the initial cutscene, um, the like backstory for the character, um, and then my game crashed about 15 minutes in. And I was like, well, you know what? I was playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla anyway. I guess I'll go back, finish that, and pick it back up when it's patched. And I haven't gotten around to it yet. So yeah, Cody's really the only one of us that's actually gotten the full experience of the game. Yeah, I had pretty much something similar happen to me, except I went and played um, Immortals Rise of Phoenix, which I platinum yesterday. Hey, uh, but congrats. I'll, I'll, we can get into that another day. Um, but Cody, I think you're the only one here that's actually played the game, and I'm pretty sure you've played it multiple times now. Uh, how many hours do you think you've logged on it? You are going to judge me. I, I was trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> Um, it's, it's something like 90 hours. Um, Jesus, but that's because I have four files on the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll get to that later, but yeah, I, I, okay. I, I would say it's probably close to 90 hours. Okay. Um, how would you rate the game? Cause I, I would be honest with you before I played the game, before I even bought it, I looked at the IGN review and they gave it a nine out of 10. And that was before it even came out to the quote unquote disastrous um, opening or launch it may have had, depending on how you feel about it. So how would you honestly rate the game? Uh, regardless of what you think, it had a disastrous opening. Like <laughs> there, there's no questioning that when, when a major company like Sony pulls your game off the store, it was disastrous. Um, yeah, that that was a very uh, unexpected. I think it's the first time they ever did that, right? Yeah, that's literally the first time they've ever done something like that. Um, outside of like maybe like when they took PT off of the store, uh, yeah, but that, that was, was for a different reason. That was different reasons. Um, so I, where the game stands now, you know, they're they're two major patches in. The game is still not on the store. Um, I would give it a seven out of ten for my personal rating. Okay. Do you feel like you got your money's worth out of it? Because it was an expensive game. Because wasn't it? It was the it was seventy. Yeah, it was one of the first ones that bumped up to seventy. No, it was sixty because it's a PS4 title. Gotcha. Um, yeah, they they haven't released the PS5 
next gen version. Um, well, maybe they should fix the first version first. <laughs> right. Uh, just as a disclaimer, even though it was a PS4 game, you were playing this on your PS5. Though, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, because it wasn't playable on a PS4 unless you had a PS4 Pro. Um, and it, from what I understand, I haven't done testing because I, I gave my sister my PS4 Pro um, when I got my 5. But um, supposedly it runs about the same, maybe a little worse on the Pro, but about the same as it does on the 5 on the Pro just by how it's optimized. Um. It is a good game. It has a lot of flaws. A lot of flaws. Um, like you, when I put it in the first time, I want to say before they introduced the first patch, like that first like 17 gig patch, uh, it was crashing five times an hour on me. It, and you stuck with this. It was rough. Crashing on you. Now look, and you, and you stuck with this the, dedication. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> the only reason I stuck with it is because people seem to have forgotten that when CD Projekt Red released The Witcher Three, it was not as bad, but it was really rough. It was. Really was it? Rough. I I I, do, I never played. Uh, I mean, I'm. Re- I never played. For the like 3 the first now. month of The Witcher Three you would be riding your horse and then all of a sudden his legs would just stop moving and he would just be <laughs> stiff legged. You'd be in a T pose and you'd just be floating across the map. So let me pose a question to you real quick. Um, not to kind of get off subject, but mm. it's kind of on topic. Do you think this is an issue with cyberpunk or maybe CG project red? Um, I mean, that's literally a whole episode. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't. You, you, you can just give a brief description. We can I, talk about more I later. I don't think so. It, it's definitely a CD Projekt Red issue, but I don't think it's a developer issue. I think it's a management issue, um, because from what I understand, just from what it looked like, right outside looking in, they made one game, and then it was taking too long, and so management was like, "Speed this up." And so You're talking they, about. Uh, cyberpunk right now yeah cyberpunk okay okay and so management said speed it up and so they made a second game and then it was still taking too long and so management forced them to speed it up again and so that second game turned into a third game which is what we have today and is the cyberpunk 2077 and its current state because there is footage of cyberpunk 2077 where you're able to not only have like the, uh, the, the arm blades, um, like early on in the game. Um, but you could use them to like climb walls and then disable weapons on enemies and then stealth kill them and then take out another guy. Right. You can't do that in the game. Okay. You can't stick your blades in walls and climb them up and then like, you, you can't hack weapons. You can't turn their weapons off and jam them. You can make their cyberware, like their, their implants and stuff, go haywire and short circuit or overheat. Um, but you can't disable weapons, stuff like that. Um, like they, they definitely told us we would be able to. Um, they also made it seem like, uh, you know, the life path that you, that you, um, 
poised with choosing when you're picking your character, right? It was Street Kid, um, what was the Corpo, and then like Outlander or whatever. Um, they made it seem like that was gonna be like a a really big part of the game. Like, depending on what you choose, is like you're gonna get a different game than what, say, somebody who picked a different path would. Really, the only difference is that first prologue. That really that that first like I don't know hour of gameplay is the only difference in the game. So essentially, none of your decisions really make it much of a difference. They don't make a difference until the end of the game. Okay. Um, in terms of decision making, don't obviously give away the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid as many spoilers as I can while still talking about the end without actually discussing the end. Okay. I've, I, I've given this some thought without ruining the game. Um, but yeah, when you start the game and you pick it, um, and so that's the reason I, I did the multiple playthroughs. So I, I have two female playthroughs and two male playthroughs. Um, and each playthrough, I picked a different um, life path. Uh, whereas one of them I, I did two times just to see if there was a difference um, in certain things. Um, but basically if you pick Corpo, you're, you're in a corporate office and then you get like, uh, you get fired basically. And then you meet up with your old pal, Jackie, who then is like, you know, like come do the street life with me and we'll be in Mercs together. And then you get literally the same cutscene, like little, like time lapse of events between you and Jackie, um, on each playthrough. No matter what you choose, it's just like either you knew Jackie already, or you were hired by Jackie, or um, you run into him by accident on a job, and then you just become best friends, and you get that that montage and then the game is the exact same no matter what you did going forward so given all that and all the the disastrous opening and the bugs it had what made you invest 90 hours into it and have four different save files i really enjoyed the game i mean it's it's a gorgeous game it's it's definitely got its bugs but i guess um having gone to school for animation and, and stuff, I, I guess I have a, a higher tolerance for her, um, certain bugs and stuff. Like I, I, I get it. Like when stuff clips weird or, um, you know, you'll be driving down the street and then like, because you're going too fast, like the game hasn't caught up to it. And so you'll, you'll run into like pedestrians that are just standing in T-pose and then it'll it'll they'll like snap into what they're supposed to be, or if there's too much happening on the screen, then all of a sudden your character is standing on like your motorcycle in T pose for no reason. Or the most common bug that I ran into was if I had a hat on, if I put a hat on my character, and then I looked into any mirror, or in one of the like three cutscenes in the game when you can actually see your character in third person, I would be completely bald. Yeah, that happened to me when I played. And I never got my hair back. I was just bald. Yeah. Um, the only fixes I found to that was basically quick saving and reloading the save. 
and it seemed to catch itself. But I mean, I was doing that a lot. Gotcha. So here, so here's my question. Like, and I thought you platinum it. That's why you had so many different uh, save files. What are you missing from the plat? Without giving away spoilers, I'm like I'm like fifty percent through the trophy list. Um, the only reason I did multiple playthroughs is because there are certain characters that like you can't have. I don't know a, a relationship with uh, unless you're a certain gender. Um, even though they made this big stink about how gender wasn't going to matter in the game, and you know when it came to making your character, it wasn't like pick a male or female and all that stuff. Well, if you don't pick male or female, then you don't get certain options. And if you pick male or if you pick female, you you are given options that the other sex can't do. Um, just in terms of romance options in the game. Um, and so I was like, well, I want to experience the game in its full entirety. I want to, you know, I want to get all the trophies possible. And I just want to play around with the different, I don't know, aspects of the game. Just to see what was in there. And there there are there are parts of that game where it feels like they there was something there. And then they ripped it out at the last second. Kind of like Destiny. The first Destiny. When we all got that. And it was amazing. But it felt hollow. Yeah. Because it, I mean, it was. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I remember we, we beat Destiny like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, the, the story, if you just play the storyline um, with no side quests, right, you just do main story as it pops up on your quest list, it'll take you maybe 15 hours, 15, 20 hours tops to beat the story of Cyberpunk. And I feel like they had it planned so that it was going to take like 50 hours see i thought uh, like it was supposed to be like 100 some odd hours i don't know if you heard anything about this christian or like what your thoughts are on it i just i know it's just me and Cody back and forth so (laughs) no you're good yeah so the weeks leading up to launch i definitely think it was kind of highly speculated that the game was going to be a hundred plus hour game one of the developers even did a press release on uh for on on behalf of cd project red stating that he was sitting at 150 plus hours um, still hadn't finished the game. Um, I think the only difference on it, um, of course, there's different ways and different play styles. I think he was going full stealth, taking his time, going through the game, playing as many side missions as possible. But even still, um, to disclaim that saying that his playthrough is 150 hour plus um, and still not had done with the game kind of leads to speculation that like hey like i mean even if i don't do everything it's probably going to be like 100 hours to like beat this thing and it, it just wasn't no. it was around 20 to 30 hours uh from what i've heard and what cody said as his experiences have been yeah uh on each of my playthroughs i think i have about 25 hours logged because i did like the same side quest i think one of them is like 27 hours just because i i did a a quest line um, a side quest line to its completion because you can get a different ending if you do certain things. Um, but I think that they worded that that press release and that, that interview in a very specific way because I think if you do all the side quests and you play stealthy and very conservatively, you can easily get 
150 hours out of it. Gotcha. Um, like now, the, have you not done any of the side quests other than the one that gives you a different ending? So I did... So there's a, there's, there's a character in the game called Pan Am, and you run into her in the story. Like, the story forces you to do a mission with her. It's part of the story. Yeah. After that mission, you can she calls you, and then she offers you another side quest. Now, you can straight up ignore her and just keep going, or you can continue with her side quest. And if you're a male, she's the romance option, right? And so through that side quest, you'll get a, a, a good sniper rifle. Um, I think you can get a car or two. Um, but ultimately, it gives you an option when you hit the final point of the game um, where it's going to, again, this isn't major spoilers. Um, you're, you're presented with one of X amount of choices. And it's based on what you did in the game. So if you did the Pan Am quest line, then um, there's an option to do the final mission with her. Right? Um, I feel like they're really misleading about it, but you find out almost immediately the game is basically about Johnny Silverhand, um, Keanu Reeves' character. And he's yeah. just in your head at all times. And as the game is played, you have a like a red pill and a blue pill very matrixy um and one pill makes johnny go away and the other gives him control of the body kind of thing it literally comes up in like one mission um unless you do some side quests right um gotcha because there is a johnny quest line literally at the end of the game that you can miss if you don't do it. Um, so one ending, you do the final thing with Pan Am. One ending is you do um, uh, the ending with uh, a corpo person that offers you like a uh, just a, a path into what you need to be doing by a corporation. Um. And then there's the option of if you did the Johnny quest line where you can give him control and he goes with his friends and does the final mission. Right. And then there's, gotcha. there's a fourth secret option, which is why I have four files. Because there's a side quest at the very end of the game. It's called chipping in. And at the end of that mission, you go to a location with Johnny and you have a conversation and if you don't pick very specific dialogue options, then you cannot get the secret ending. Gotcha. And so in the, so, in the three other files I had, I didn't know that. So I can't get gotcha. that ending. So that's why I did the fourth. Awesome. Well, hey, Henny, you really put your time and investment into that. Uh, Christian, did you have any questions for our resident cyberpunk expert? Uh, no, I think you did a kind of a good job kind of covering the basis of everything. Um, do you think the plot, despite how um, surprisingly short it is, um, uh, held up to what the expectations were for the game? Um, no. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, they, they made it seem like it was going to be this really epic, you know, um, 
story with Johnny Silverhand kind of being there and and whatnot. And I mean, like, it was it was a good story. It was, but in my personal opinion, it was too short, and it didn't feel as epic as they sort of advertised it to be. But I mean, that that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, it you could play it once it's fully patched and um, get a completely different opinion on that. Uh, but personally, I, I don't think it lived up to the hype. Like, it was good. It just it wasn't that good. You think um, overall it could? Like, maybe like some of the other games that like had uh, failed launches? Like, oh, I'm trying to get a cup in my head. Like, maybe like No Man's Sky, where they finally might actually be on track to having the game that they should have released well, four years ago? From what I understand, going forward, so they've done two major patches to the game since um launch and since it's been taken off the playstation store um which have dramatically uh, improved the game i like where it was crashing five times an hour i get a crash maybe you know once in an eight hour playthrough um which still isn't good but it's better um okay. but from what i understand they said that soon actually um they're going to be releasing free dlc but what it sounds like to me is they're releasing content that was supposed to be in the game that got cut out and they're going to slowly put it back in via free dlc and try to build back the game that they originally planned to um as well as make it playable on the previous gen excellent excellent so Let's put a nice little bow on this. What are your final thoughts on the game? My final thoughts are if you still have it and you didn't get a refund uh, and you're not sure if you should play it, I think you should play it. Just don't have, like, I mean, not that anyone does have high expectations anymore, but don't have, you know, massive high expectations for it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Okay. Christian, do you have any uh, closing remarks? Uh, no, no, I think you guys did kind of a good job about touching the different aspects of the game, gameplay, plot, um, character development, all that. Yeah, no, I think we're good. All right. Well, I think that is about it for us in this first episode. Um, we'll take a moment and thank anyone that could be potentially listening to this, whoever you are, know that uh, we love you so very, very much for taking the time out to listen to three dudes talk about video games and other things that are going to hopefully entertain you by having us talk about it and make jokes about it in a, in a constructive way, obviously. Um, so with that being said, uh, thank you for listening. This was the uh, part one of our introductory podcast next week. Make sure you tune in for part two. Where we're going to talk about movies and television shows. Uh, and just again, thank you for listening. Please make sure that you like share, subscribe and leave a comment below. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SKO Entertainers or visit our website www.skoentertainment.net for more information on how to contact us. Also, please check out our Twitch channel, Some Kind of Entertainment, where we play games occasionally. And finally, please, please, guys, join us next week because even on the best of days, we all need some kind of entertainment. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys.